Welcome to Ignite Visibility University Interview Edition, where we learn from the top marketers in the world, what drives them, their mistakes, their wins, and secrets to success. This podcast is brought to you by Ignite Visibility, one of the top digital marketing agencies in the nation. Okay, everybody, welcome to another Ignite Visibility University. I am so excited because today we have Solange Jacobs Randolph, who is the Senior Director of Marketing at FMG Suite. Solange, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for taking the time to be on. It's really great to connect. And today, everybody, everybody who's listening, we're going to talk a little bit about things that are working in marketing right now, but we're going to spend a pretty good amount of time getting into product marketing, product launches, you know, how you kind of go about doing that. And that is one of my favorite things because uh, product launches are just so exciting to get something new out there and see how it performs. But before we get into that, uh, Solange, can you tell me just a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your background? I have been a marketer working in a range of software and technology companies for two decades. I like to think that my my specialty is at that, that intersection between product and the customer, sometimes by way of a sales organization and sometimes not. Very cool. And so w- when you're kind of coming up through marketing, what were some of your main disciplines? Did you start mostly in, you know, email or, you know, digital or paid media? Was there any one channel that you kind of took to get to where you are today before you became more overarching marketing? Yeah, I definitely, you know, I feel as I always say I grew up on the internet and all of my work experience has definitely been digital marketing. I started out selling consumer software on the internet where the product was a download from our website. So email marketing, social media marketing, also very important, just general like content marketing, the words that you put onto your website and how you generally, I've always taken a, a very deep interest in communication that was kind of where I where I also say I grew up. I wanted to write and edit, and that was my first love. And in terms of working for uh, startup companies that focused on internet technology, it made sense for me to start on the communication side of things. So writing has always been my passion, and that translated very easily into email marketing very early on. And so now that you've transitioned a little bit, and you know now we're in 2020, obviously, you know, there's a lot of modern marketing tactics. Where are you seeing some of the biggest successes in marketing right now? Is there any one thing that you're really excited about that maybe hasn't been there before? Or if not that, anywhere where you're, you're kind of really focusing on that's having a big impact? I mean, I think communication is always a driving factor and it's always going to be important to, to brands generally how you communicate your value and make sure that that resonates with the audience that you serve, that's always going to be paramount, right? I think that opportunities exist as people continue to be able to, as marketers continue to be able to serve their audiences in a more effective way. So making sure that you are not just yelling out your top three benefits, but making sure that those really are the key needs that your audience is facing and try to present your solution in that context in, in a way that makes sense for what, for what their needs are. So I think in very early days of internet personalization, man, use people's first name. Yeah, you know, I, I, I really like that. And I think, you know, it starts with that, what's kind of the central creative messaging and the main messaging of the business. And then once you've defined that, kind of deploying that across all the different touch points for the customer. 
Talk to me just a little bit about that process. I mean, when you're creating, you know, kind of a core messaging strategy, which is so important, what are some of the things that, that kind of go through your head at that point? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, right? I do think at its core, I'm really a big stickler for communication and consistency of messaging. So as a brand, you should have something that you stand for and there should be one unifying brand promise that your company that in every communication it puts out and no matter who it's speaking to that somehow is helping to deliver on that brand promise, but means a lot of different things to people in different parts of the organization. So someone in the corporate communications department who is writing press releases, shall we say, for for editors are going to have a certain approach when delivering on that message to the press, for example. That's different to how your sales team speaks with their prospects or how customer service speaks with customers and how we all deliver on that message will be nuanced depending on who you are in the organization. But it's just so key that the organization spend the time to come together when it comes to positioning messaging, how you speak about every solution to the various constituents that, that you serve. And I think that is where product marketing plays a really big, big role too in concert with other folks throughout the organization. I love that point. And I find that it becomes more important as organizations get bigger and bigger to continue to message, you know, what the core messages of the business, what makes them different. And um, I, sometimes it's challenging to continually get that, you know, that core information out in front of people and then to get the, the rest of the company to continue to push that messaging forward. But I love that you've stayed dedicated to it. So one of the things we wanted to talk about today a little bit was product marketing. And I think that's just a fantastic transition. We're talking about messaging. We're talking about product marketing. You know, we're talking about a product launch, right? And any business at any point in time is gonna probably have a new product or service that they're launching. So when you're kind of starting that process of a product launch, um, where do you start? You know, what, what's a good place to kind of begin that, that entire process? Typically, well, before you have a product that's ready to go, in my opinion, um, I think product marketing is part of business building and should start very, very early on when you're, you know, validating whether you have a true business model to take out to customers. <laughs> I think many companies, depending on where they are and how they think about, about product marketing and the role they're in internally, assume that product marketing is something that you start at various stages. So I think it should be when a product is first being conceived of and that it means, you know, taking into account who you're building the solution for. It's really great to get super excited about something that maybe you and your friends think you need, but ensuring that you have um, a broader audience to sell that solutions to means that you have to have you, you have to go and test that out in, in a small way in, in the marketplace. And that is, I think, the role of, of product marketing. So that's where I start long before um, a product even exists, is just making sure that the vision for the product is something that can be validated with a potential set of customers. I love that. And, and another thing you mentioned, you know, previously is, you know, positioning and where it is in the market. And I, I find that a lot of people might not really take the time to do that, to understand how big a market is and to understand where the fit is and to understand, you know, if, if you were addressing the total market and you were able to get some percentage of the market, how much would you actually be able to sell? And then, you know, trying to figure out how much of the market you can actually get 
um, to make it a viable business that hits anybody's type of financial goal. So, you know, when we're talking about positioning, um, what goes into your mind when you think about positioning and when you think about where a product is in the market? What, what do marketers need to think about there? And, and maybe even just people who haven't even, you know, thought about this concept before. I think there are a few things to take into consideration, right? Like who you are as a company and what your offering is, who you have to compete with within the same market, what, what exists out there. Are you coming in with a, a me too solution that is much like something that already exists, but a little bit better? Are you coming in with something that's entirely new? Are you developing, you know, a new category? There's so much, so much to consider your potential customer too, right? And their, tolerance for the kind of solution that you're introducing there, their sensitivity to to pricing it at the price point that you feel like works for you. There's just really so much to also how you plan to get this get this product out. So, so all of that comes into play considering who you're gonna sell to and therefore how you're gonna how you're gonna talk to them. But there are already so many resources out there in terms of primary and secondary research. And then there's also just getting in front of the people that you think you want to sell to eventually and asking them, right? Doing focus groups, making sure that you um, know and you have some validation about the offering before you go out and put too much effort into an investment into, into building something. I think that that's, that's really well said. You know, thinking about your price, thinking about are you a deviation of another product that's out there or are you completely trying to change the category? But either way, you know, being incredibly strategic about it, are you going to be high end? Are you going to be low end? Are you going to be high volume? Are you going to be premium? So um, Ignite Visibility podcast listeners, everybody take a note from uh, those tips right there and make sure that you're really taking the time to map those things out and map the strategy before you just go out there and launch a product. And if you are going to launch a product, then, you know, it's very important that, you know, you do a pilot program first. And so, so when you're doing a pilot program, talk to us a little bit about that. What type of things are you looking for to try to figure out whether or not it's going to be a long-term viable product that's going to be substantial for the business? Hmm. I think there are a number of different tests that a company can do to determine the, viabil the viability of a product. I think generally when you're going out to test things, my suggestion would be to try to test one thing at a time. A lot of things, there's, uh, there is potentially a lot of information to be captured out in the market if you go out and ask the question. So, you know, maybe zero in if you're testing uh, the viability of a product entirely, you know, maybe proof of concept is a good way to go. Maybe you're testing pricing, maybe throw up a web page that's got two versions of it. So, you know, at least what you're, be clear about the questions that you're asking before you go out and go out and test it would be my advice. Absolutely. So, and then a lot of what happens out there too is, you know, companies, they're looking to maybe potentially transition or to rebrand, right? So that'll happen too sometimes. So you have one product and then you're naming a product, something else, you know, when that happens, you know, you've got a lot of stuff that happens. You have media relations that you have to deal with. Um, you have to think about rebranding. You know, you might want to think about an entirely new price point, new messaging. So when you go through a process where you've got kind of like an older product and you're looking to transition it, or looking to merge it. Um, what are some tips that you have for marketers there? Um, any experience in that area? Hire some experts, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's uh, there are so many, many components of a, of a company in the midst of a brand transition, and that could mean a lot of different things, right? I think there's branding, 
the color of your logo, you know, the what your business card looks like. That seems like the easier things in my view. Um, that could go so much deeper and, you know, speak to the core of who your company is and how you operate. And those are some bigger questions that I think require a lot more input from more people than certainly somebody here on a podcast. Be clear about the task you were undertaking and make sure that you're being consistent. Branding in and of itself, you know, you would have to come up with a massive list of touch points throughout your company that would have to be shifted or transitioned at the same time for that level of consistency and kind of polish that you want when you're, when you're undergoing a brand. Tell me a little bit about FMG Suite and, um, and uh, you know, what, what that product and service uh, is about and, and what you do there. I work in marketing at a company called FMG Suite. We're actually a family of companies and we have uh, under our umbrella a few different brands with that play in the wealth management and the, ins- and the insurance verticals. I lead a small team of marketers and our product is a marketing platform for small business owners, primarily financial advisors and other financial professionals. Um, And like I said, insurance agents, independent insurance agents and agencies in particular. So we understand that these people have small businesses that they're building and being expert marketers is not necessarily something, a skill that everybody has. And we offer a very easy to use, very seamless and comprehensive marketing platform that makes it easy for small business owners to build a gorgeous website and set up effective marketing um, tools like email marketing and social media marketing. And it's all underpinned with a very robust, large library of content that's been approved by FINRA, the regulatory body in our space. So that really takes the headache out of content marketing for an advisor. So yeah, we have this marketing platform that, and our mission is to uh, deliver extraordinary marketing that helps businesses grow without, you know, expecting a financial advisor or an insurance agent to become an expert marketer. So I'm really proud that we can offer really simple to use tools that are also very effective and, you know, we'll take your marketing plan from zero to 60 in a matter of, uh, you know, as soon as you get set up with us. Very cool. And I have a couple of friends who use the platform and they absolutely love it. In fact, I was talking to one um, the other day. So where can people find out more about you and about FMG Suite? FMG Suite, please visit us online at fmgsuite.com. Also follow us on LinkedIn or Twitter, or any of the other social media platforms. Yeah, and I'm uh, available on LinkedIn and Twitter and probably find me through the website as well. Thanks so much for having you on. Before I let you go, what, what would be your, your words of wisdom, final words of wisdom for people who are looking to succeed in marketing today? Any, any kind of final tips that uh, you want people to take home, especially yeah. the young, younger generation who are just getting started in the field? The younger generation. <laughs> really, um, any, any age, but anybody who's um, <laughs> just kind of starting in marketing and kind of figuring it out and, and just any, any thoughts. I mean, I think, I think, I think we are all marketers because ultimately we are all consumers or have been consumers of one or another thing. Um, so think about the the brands that have really spoken to you, and think about the things that that get you very excited and the things that make you loyal consumers of whatever product or solution. And think about what those companies do do for you and try to deliver that. For me, it's often about understanding 
with the, having a laser-like focus on the value that you are delivering and to whom you are delivering that value. Make sure you understand their language, how they speak about the things that they need, um, and position your product as being the answer to all of those needs and words that resonate with them. Awesome. Thank you. Great tips. Thank you so much for spending a little time with us today going over product marketing and giving a couple words of wisdom. We really appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you, John. It's lovely chatting with you.